Pachang. Me pachai background. Okay. What are you doing? That is a new one. Sir. Pachai. Me Me the anthem,
clinically dead. The doctors had confirmed and they were lamenting. And it didn't make sense that in the middle of that kind of pain, that their sister was listening to a prayer going on on the phone. But as soon as the word of knowledge came, she increased the, the, the volume and placed it right beside their mother. And the prayers were going on and on and on and on and on and on. And she said, Pastor, by the time you were done praying, she put on the casa. And she said, we waited for my mom to come back to life. And she didn't. She didn't come back to life. And it felt like her world was stumbling right down on her. And then she had questions on her mind. Was it true that God said? Could it be true that that wasn't God? Was it not my mom that God was talking about? And she felt God had really disappointed them. But people of God, five minutes later, five minutes later, five minutes later, Karuda Bashakadaya, Ali Barakaza, for the scripture says, How many of you will your children ask for bread and you will give them a stone? Not exist. 
thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, Father, we give you glory, we honor and exalt you. For you alone is God. Thank you for the opportunity to encounter you again. Lord, manifest yourself like never before. Show us your glory. In Jesus' precious mighty name, we pray. Amen. Okay.
Adi ye, Adi fufu ene. I was
Everybody shall glory type glory type glory type glory shall glory type glory shall glory type glory shall glory type glory listen tonight any altar that has not bowed will bow tonight any altar that has not yet surrendered or surrendered will surrender in the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Anybody who is a priest or a priestess. Standing on any altar. against your life to fight your destiny will not stand but will die in the name of Jesus. Okay. Now are you ready for tonight? Are you ready for tonight? Are you ready for tonight? Okay. Dinoza, I, 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 I,
my God. Thank you, Father. Yehovah, be genuine now. Yehovah, be show. Yehovah, be show. The phone you will never. Yes, be show. What did you come at me? We have been dealing with altars, and I want you to understand altars. Understand the ten core altars. Altars fight against the lives of many people. Yeah, yeah, oh. But tonight, fight against many things. Now, when I was teaching you about altars, I told you that on the altars, they set something called sacrifice. And it is those sacrifices that empower the altars. So sometimes they offer animals on those altars. And the moment they offer those animals, it empowers the altars to come after some people in the family. So now, we are praying this prayer. That in the name of Jesus, any sacrifice made on any demonic altar for our sake, let it be averted in the name of Jesus. Are you ready? Now, everybody, take your mantle wherever you are and take the list. Wherever, take your mantle.
Jesus, my father, my Lord, in the name of Jesus, any altar, any sacrifice on any demonic altar for our sake and for our destiny, oh God, in the name of Jesus, we avert it now. Now I saw in the realms of the spirit a certain man. And when I saw this man, I saw that they took something that looks like a cow and they sacrificed the cow on demonic altar. Now I ask in the spirit, what is the meaning of the vision I'm seeing? And they said, the cow that they are sacrificing, even for, I'm, I'm on that altar, it is, they are sacrificing in place of a normal human being. So when they sacrifice this thing on the altar, in a sense, they are trying to kill a human being. So you will see that they are sacrificing animal, but they are sacrificing human beings. Listen, any sacrifice on demonic altar against our life right now, let the sacrificer die. Come on. Ayada tata, raka papa papa, 
Suddenly, I saw a name like Kweku, and I saw a pain from the spirit, like a pain in the panel. I saw that pain disappear. 
hearing from that person. My God. As we were praying, things were happening. So when we are praying, pray aggressively. We are dealing with altars. Because I saw that suddenly they called this man and they were like, this man has been admitted to the hospital. What is happening? They said there is something that is happening. It's like as if they are using pain on his heart as he's feeling some pain so your friend like a okay is going to feel something like a chest pain and they admitted that person they wanted to but suddenly i saw that pain disappear In the name of Jesus. Any altar that is trying to make useless of your name, be useless that altar. Listen, today I had the opportunity to meet my sons in the Lord, the ministers. My senior brother was admitted some weeks back concerning chest pain. Listen, today I had the opportunity to meet my um, sons in the Lord, those in the ministry, the minister. And I have some conversation. I tick them certain things and we're on the, on the discussion. You see, I am a man of joy. I was always, I am always excited whether I am attacked, persecuted. Whether they have backfired my name here and there, I'm always happy and excited. And this is the mystery behind it. I know my God too much. So what people do does not matter to me. I am confident too much in the Lord. That is why some people, even in their core or in their assignment, they are not confident, they are not happy. But they look into others' business, forgetting about what God has made them. You see, if you know what God has made you, you will not be concerned with how God is making other people. Some people have given up in their businesses. They have given up in their assignment because they are not grateful with what the Lord is doing for them. And all of these things, they are backed by covenant. Covenant that blind us from seeing our future. Altars that blind us from seeing our future. Those altars must die. So you see that you are not excited. You are always filled with sorrow. Why is the prolific always happening? Because I am a man of joy. I am a man of peace. I'm a man of love. I'm a man who knows my God. Am I talking to somebody? So I was advising my sons. I said, sons, whatever field the Lord has assigned you, be happy, be excited. Nobody can do what to do except you. 
and that makes each and every person special. That makes you also not to compete with anybody because you are always excited in life. Some of you, the altars in your house fight you and it is fighting you to make you sorrowful, to make you enter into pain. So you could see some people and always they are sad, always they are carrying bad news, always they have issues with people. Altars are backing it. Authors that frustrate destinies, authors that depress life, authors that blind us from seeing our destiny, authors that blind us from fulfilling our destiny. Let that authors be destroyed now. In the name of Jesus. This authors will make sure, these authors. They will make sure that you will not see the glory. They will make sure you will not see your destiny. And if you're unable to see your destiny, you do things you are not assigned to do. But tonight, any altar, that is blinding you from seeing your destiny, let that altar die. And I declare on your life, begin to see your destiny fulfilled in the name of Jesus assignment fulfilled in the name of Jesus my God they said something that really shocked me they have never seen me speak ill of any man of God in my life and I said that is me that is prolific do you know why because God has gave me enough and I'm excited with what the Lord has done for me. I don't have time. To have the time to talk about negative about another man of God is to belittle yourself. Because listen, God doesn't fight his own creation. So in life, anything that begins to fight other things that is like him or like her, it means that that thing is bigger than you. It is like saying God is fighting, God God fought Satan. God never fought Satan. It, it, it makes him little. When my brother came to Tari, he said that thing. He said that the enemy of Satan is not God. The enemy of Satan is man. Because listen, when you say the enemy of Satan is God, it's an insult to God. God can never be Satan's enemy. Are you getting it? He is not in the same level with him. The same way. So I told them, I don't have time to talk about people. I have the time to build people. I have the time to speak good about people. Because listen, I have destroyed altars in my father's house. I have broken the altars in my mother's house. They keep on erecting altars. I keep on destroying them. Are you following me? If you are not careful, all tests will belittle you to fight battles that you are not supposed to fight. Most of you are fighting battles that you are not supposed to fight. The altars are pushing you. And that's why some people, you are afflicted with certain sickness. The Bible says in the book of Acts that the sons of Sceva, these sons, listen, 
the name Skiva, he was a Jewish priest, a high priest. And listen, one of the things that they were doing is that they were casting out demons, and that is exorcism. To, to cast out demons, it is called exorcism, to exorcise spirit. Caro, are you hearing it? Can you say it? And let me see. To cast out spirit is what? I say it, say it, you are saying it. Carry me fast, I'm fire. Exorcism. Exorcism. To exorcise spirit. That was their way. Now, when they saw Paul, the oracle, you are welcome, sir. Lord bless you for joining. Lord bless you. When they saw that Paul was doing marvelous things, when the apostles were doing marvelous things, then these people also they took it on themselves to cast out demons. Then the sons also said, the sons of Skip, they also said, let us also cast out demons. Yes, yeah, casting out the fans. Competition. Almost a person more casted the fans. They forgot that it was an altar that was pushing them. Listen, the Bible said when they began to cast out demons, the demons asked them, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know about. Who are you? People of God. Even the spirit have a sense of recognition. Listen, when you deal with the authorities, the powers, the rulers, the principalities of family, you build yourself to a level where they recognize you. I've entered a place where they say, uh-huh, wasaba. Wasaba. I've been too much. Wasaba, Listen, where I want God to take you, I want God to take you to a place where when witches see you, they bow. When demons see you, they bow. I have seen even pastors that will see another pastor and they bow. There is a look called the prophetic look. When you look certain people, you know they have gossip people. You just look them like this. They begin to say, no, no, the guy, watch here, watch here. And so my kafan, who, 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 Then they begin to ask you, are you okay? Is everything fine? I'm all rest. The God will open your eyes. You will become a principality when witches see you. I decree on this day two of our altest program. Let any demonic entity bow before you. Before the name of Usa, before the name Ajwabeka, before the name Jenny. Usa, do you know anybody that that is called Abena 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 Usa be fast for me? Usa, 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 do you know anybody called Abena 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 Abena? Soroni Managa. Let them Anybody who is not interested yes. in your progress, they have become demonic altars. Let them Let them bow. 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 
someone something. Anybody not interested in your rising, let them pow, 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 pow. Now these are very hard for you, but the Lord is saying, Listen, it is not everybody that is interested in your lifting. To some, your lifting is their downfall. Are you getting it? Your glory is to their shame. So sometimes some people don't want to see anything glorious in your life. But listen, they will see it and they will bow. Let them bow down in shame. They have been saying it. They don't want to see you married. Listen, they will see it. You will marry and they will bow. A certain daughter of mine, I prophesied that by the end of this year in December, double testimony. The guy, they are here. The guy had a visa to travel to the state and they married in December. Those who came for time, you saw the testimony. Do you know what she told me? Say, Papa, when we went to the wedding, my own uncle came, held the mic, and said, I have something to say. During the day that your, 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 this is like a daughter to you. This person is being um, 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 married, married to somebody. He, she's going to be married to somebody so special. Then you said you have something to say. What do you have to say? You said, I have something against my, 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 my daughter. All this while you didn't say anything that time you have something against that lady what just happened then after the man messing up messing around the man went to sit under a place they went to ask the man is he okay you know what the man said the man said me i am not normal i am a spirit the man told them straight they will take it for granted they will think the man is drunk the man told them i am a spirit if my daughter is here she will say do you know what the 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 the, the three hebrew men do you know what they said they said king we are not careful to answer you we are not careful we are not afraid to talk about this thing we are not careful to answer you king we are we are not afraid we will not bow before bar we will not bow before this golden scepter we will not bow before this golden image we are not careful the bible says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto god and the peace of god that surpasses human understanding shall guide your heart listen we are not careful be careful for nothing but in everything by what prayer the man was troubled to a point the man said that why is the man saying because i saw in the realms of the spirit this lady has broken a covenant because the man had done a lot of things Listen, there is a room that I'm seeing. Right now, my eyes are open. I entered into a certain room, and when I saw that room, this room looks like a um, um, washroom, small room. But that room, eh, it has been locked for so many years. People don't know what is going on there. The man entered there, and the man is having many names in the family. 
The man carries this name and he has been making enchantment on the name to belittle everybody. So if anybody is supposed to rise, they come down. So the way this lady was able to break out of that covenant, he was surprised. Listen, he, this lady has met prolific George McEagle. The God of prolific George McEagle. Listen, listen. Listen, the guy and the lady, they are all traveling to the United States of America. They're about to enjoy life. In fact, they will give birth. Baby boy, baby girl. They, they will give birth. Beautiful children. Their life will be fruitful. They will see the glory of God. Listen, I prophesy to somebody here. Let the hand of God be stretched in your family. Amen. Any demonic entity trying to host demons in your house, let them be smashed dead in the name of Jesus. Amen. I am making declarations. Please receive it with all you. Let the hand of God be straight towards your family. Amen. Be straight towards your life. Anybody on assignment to bring you down. Anybody on assignment to belittle your destiny. Let them die. Let them die. Listen, there is nothing our God cannot do. There is nothing our God cannot do. Everything is a possibility to God. Everything is a possibility to God. But any entity trying to make the possibilities of God in your life impossible in your destiny, let them die. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody like Isiwa. One day in the realms of the spirit, the Lord carried me. I don't know, but I know in the spirit. I was carried around. You pass going to Accra Road. From Kumasi going to Accra Road. And I entered a certain place where I saw this is like something they plotted it is like they planted against the husband and i saw the husband driving a certain car and the car rode it's like it was like an accident then i prophesied to the lady that this is what i'm seeing i'm seeing an accident so do you remember i'm seeing an accident that has been programmed even against your husband you know what what they wanted to see they wanted to take the husband before he see their child, but it will not stand. So when I saw it, I declared. I saw it around in Koko area. But it is only the counsel of God that shall stand. That is where my mom comes from. <laughs> my mom. 
Thank you, Spirit of God. Your mother is from Nkoko. And they wanted to kill your husband in Nkoko so that your eyes will be Koko. Listen, anybody who want, who want to make you cry, may they rest in peace so you can have peace. In the name of Jesus, let them rest in peace. Yeah. Somebody said, hey, Pastor George, after time you dream I did there be a year artist. No, Pastor George, Mokoye Tari by then they say, I saw by why wicked too much. See, I will come, 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 there be a Tari, yeah, 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 and Otis. Like as I'm speaking right now, there is a guy on this platform who just entered. I think I mentioned that person's name. And this guy is a highly anointed man of God. But I entered a place. And the place that I entered. Is it the oracle? The oracle. The, 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 this guy who just entered it. I entered a place like a Jesus. A Jesus. And when I entered a Jesus, I saw a church. But when I entered that church, I saw that this is not like a full church. Like, say, yes, see a Diane Casa. But this is like. A church like a temporal structure and when i saw this one i saw this guy ministering the church but i saw somebody at night a woman a woman a woman with concussion i see something that has been mixed together in certain that looks like a pot and in the pot i saw something like an ash ash when you may ash and so and so i saw an ash and water and i saw bubbles coming up and i saw they put this thing even in the church with some bloody bloody thing on it and some animals i said then they pour it even inside that church and they said as the rot is in this church the church will rot so this is what they were they were trying to do they will try to set this guy up. Listen, I'm prophesying and I'm preaching. No. Listen, so in the realms of the city, they were going to set up many ladies against this guy. They will build scandals against this guy. This is a high anointed man of God. A young guy that is coming up in the ministry. But they wanted to destroy this guy because there is an altar in the family. The altar in the family says nobody rise to do ministry. Even your uncle. I hear the name like Emmanuel. You are in a Jesus. They were trying to set this guy up. So in the realms of the spirit, I saw that this guy is highly anointed, but they are trying to set him up. In fact, I entered the church and I saw young people, young people like the youth. And this guy is raising people, raising giants, but the guy is so handsome. So they said, let us set him up. They put this rotten thing even in that, in that house. And they said, as the rot is, so would the end of the church be. So the guy will be struggling and struggling and struggling and struggling and struggling. 
they will use candles around this guy. I entered into a place where I saw the choir. And I saw even issues in the choir. Do you know why? There are two ladies. I am seeing their names now. And these two ladies, this man of God doesn't know anything about them. But these two ladies are fighting over this man. These are agents. They want to influence you with what the woman did in the church. They are the substance. They are the entities. If you touch them, you have destroyed your ministry. Be careful. Be careful. So listen, these are authors. Eh? It fights family. I heard a name like Emmanuel in the family. And this was a man of God. In fact, this was supposed to be a bishop. Carry the mantle to even minister as a man of God. But the person could not rise. And this one in his time, they are trying to attack him. But it will not stand. Yeah, man, no go by. So when you are praying and dealing with authors, be serious. We are brand tells we are himself we are a guy. A map, a map, a map. If you are there, we are brand tells we are a guy, a map. Be careful. All tests are bringing ladies to you. You don't know. All tests are bringing ladies to you. Be careful. Especially when you are highly anointed as a man of God. Be careful. Would you have those who are supposed to be your wife? You may not see them. You, you may see the altest one. Anyway, listen, it, it has a line with our prayer point. Any altar blinding you to choose the wrong thing, let that altar be destroyed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And, and, and be careful because in the spirit, that same guy, in the spirit, I saw a name that they've written there. I saw Jain. They even proposed to read the guys. All you are saying is to me. Glory to God. God is telling someone something. These ladies in the church, they are called Clementina, Messilina, Ajualina, Omunyinambeyima, Shigolina. It's now. It's me. So we are going to be when you want it. Lady Reverend Kwanza, man of God, you are welcome. God bless you for joining. We appreciate and acknowledge you. Wow, Papa Adam, for Papa, Papa, you are welcome. God bless you, Papa. I love you so much. You're welcome. Those lady with Messilina, Messilina, Ajualina, hmm. Clementina, be careful. Clementina, Ajualina. Be careful. We say Harriatina. Harriet people are not like that. And then the Beatrice come, Beatrice Nina. Adwa Bekina. 
Tefina, Jesus, Dapilina, Eglet Efua Akufulina, Messa Samuanina, Jesus, say, My Father, my Lord, any altar blinding me from seeing the right hand, let that altar scatter now. Come on. Rack up, 
burdens are lifted. Amen. I see many people delivered from the bondage of darkness. Amen. I see many people being set free from the hands of the evil. Amen. I see the glory of God reigning on the lives of people. Amen. I see people experiencing the power of God Amen. in a different dimension. I see men being celebrated because of the things the Lord is about to do Amen. in their lives. I see a shift in the spirit. Amen. And the Lord said he's taking people from shame Amen. to glory. Amen. I see many people that their life were delayed. But today the Lord Amen. is speeding their feet. They are running with a higher speed. I see that the things that they were supposed to achieve even in the years past that they couldn't the lord is making them achieve it in this way by the end of this month i see people promoted Amen. i see people promoted in their workplace Amen. the promotion they have been waiting for for so many oh, years suddenly yes. i see it being opening today Amen. and i see the hand of god rewriting certain files concerning the people of god Amen. i see people waiting even in abroad for their document they have waited from january to december but the lord said that by the end of the week you are hearing a good news it has been released I see people that are applying for different kinds of jobs, but yeah. none have caught them. Yeah. But suddenly, as the altars has been broken, yes. they are getting hold even over that jobs. Yeah. And the Lord said, jobs has been released. Amen. Jobs has been released. Amen. Jobs has been released. Amen. Jobs are released. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I see people that had some sicknesses. 
suddenly there is a lady i am seeing in the spirit when you entered the platform you were having breast pain suddenly i saw the pain left suddenly i saw the pain left suddenly i saw the pain left and the lord said you are free this same thing happened to your mother but now the pain just disappeared it happened to your mother and it it even entered to a place where the doctor said we have to cut the breast Mm. of even your mother but now that pain disappeared it is gone and gone for good it is gone and gone forever you are free in the name of jesus you are free in the name of jesus There is a guy here, this is a sensitive thing. In the spirit, I saw, and most often, you don't feel yourself as a man. Suddenly, I saw that chain being lifted, and I saw that thing being broken from your life. The Lord has made you free. In the name of Jesus. 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 Jesus. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody type altars. Type altars. Type altars. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Jesus. Are you here with me? If you are praying always and you don't have understanding about altars, you are messing up. But I thank God that you are all here to be equipped with this information. I said that the original intent of God concerning altars, sorry, the original idea of all this is from God and we saw in the book of Genesis chapter 8 verse 20 how Noah built an altar unto the Lord and he what made sacrifice the second time was Abraham Abraham set an altar and the Bible says that he called upon the name of the Lord. The next time we heard was Jacob. Jacob set an altar. And when Jacob set the altar, it is because God told him to go and set an altar. Are you following? Are you following? <clears throat> In the book of Genesis, chapter 35, verse 1, God Himself encouraged man to build. God Himself encouraged man to build an altar. Genesis chapter 35, verse 1. And God said unto Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there, and make there an altar unto God, 
that appeared unto thee when thou fleddest from the face of Esau thy brother. Then Jacob said unto his household, and to all that were with him, put away the strange gods that are among you, and be clean, and change your garment, and let us arise and go up to Bethel. I will make there an altar unto God, who answered me in the days of my distress, and was with me in the way which I went. And they gave unto Jacob all the strange gods which were in their hand, and all their earrings which were in their ears. And Jacob hid them under the oak which was by Shechem. And they journeyed, and the terror of God was upon the cities that were round about them. And they did not pursue after the sons of Jacob. Listen, this is the mystery. God told Jacob, build an altar to me. And I said that earlier, Jacob was tired one day when all of them had left. When all of them left, Jacob, please, today I am, I am going in speed and, and go with me. When Jacob was tired and was resting, Jacob was now resting. He saw a stone and the Bible says that he laid his head on the stone to rest. Now, when Jacob slept, suddenly the Bible says that he had a dream and he saw a ladder which height reached the heavens. The Bible says he saw angels ascending and descending. And you see, if you see a ladder and you see angels ascending and descending, it means that that is the gate of God, where God manifests himself. Because that is the ladder that climbs to the heaven. It means that it is not every location that accepts the voice of God. There are certain locations you speak, you declare, and nothing happens. Why is it that Jesus will move from the clouds? He will move from the clouds, go into a solitary place, and pray. Why is it that he will not stay among the crowds and pray unto the Lord? There are locations where men meet God. So he saw that a ladder which land right to the heaven, he saw angels ascending and descending. Then the Bible said that he saw on top of that ladder, God himself standing on top. Then the Lord began to answer him, I am the God of your father. Your father's Abraham. I'm the God of Isaac. Are you getting it? Then he told him what he's supposed to do for him. He began to bless Jacob. When he fled from his brother, he is that God who showed himself to this man. And the Bible says that when he saw it, he said, so for all this time, God was in this place and I didn't know. So he has been in that location before, but he never had such an encounter. Never miss the location where you encountered God. Some of you, when some way, somehow, you get to a certain point in time, you forget where you encountered God. That is an altar to you. Don't forget. Some people, the first time you met certain men of God in your life, you were so amazed how your lives were transformed. But some way, somehow, you met different people, you forget about those people. You are missing your altar. God knew you could meet these people, but he first led you to this man that came in your life. They are your altar. Mm. Don't forget them because if you forget them, you will pass like something. Mm. I don't joke with people the Lord brought to my life. 
I can never talk about my story if I don't talk about my father, the major prophet KKB. It doesn't matter the level the Lord will take me. Prophet KKB remain the transitional point for my destiny. I can't talk about my destiny in the future that I will take mommy Harriet out of it. Because when I was transformed, that God began to use me, I needed people that will be helpers to my ministry. And God brought mommy Harriet. I cannot forget about her name. People who forget spy early. People of God, are you learning? So when we are talking about authors, forget about the things that you normally hear. And learn the things I'm teaching you, right? Forget about the things that I talked about even yesterday, about the, um, 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 the trees and the stones that people said. Remember that God has set set people. When you met them, you met their God. The Bible said that Laban said, truly or surely or most assuredly, I know that I was blessed because of Jacob. Mm. He understood that all the blessings he received came as a result of his encounter with his own sister's son and that is jacob the man now accepted the fact that he is blessed because he met jacob some of you you were blessed you are now you have now encountered great people in your life not because you encountered them in the earlier times it is because you saw a certain person and through that person you met great people don't forget that source that led you to those great people you are missing your altar. Now, I'm not even talking about demonic altars now. These are godly altars that the Lord set for you. But you have forgotten so much. That's why demons can fight you. That's why the demonic altars are fighting you. Everybody that become my son or daughter automatically, when they have altars in their family, this is a covenant I have with God. Suddenly, the day I confirm that you are now my daughter or son, the altars are broken from that person's life. Yes. It may not be broken completely from the rest, but for that person who came to be my son or daughter, it has been broken. Why? Yes. Because altars versus altar. I have a great altar. And your altars in the family cannot contend against oh, that. Yeah. It cannot stand. Oh, yeah. Unless that person in his heart that person is not truly a son or a daughter. Are you following? Yes, sir. So there are all tests the Lord has set for us. If we fail to recognize them, we will fail in life. Mm. Our life may, may seem that we are speeding in life, but we will get to the top and we will come back to the base of where we started. Mm. There are altars in your life that are blessings. Mm. There are altars in your life that are glorious. But we have denied those altars. We have rejected those altars. Mm. And that's why many people are going through challenges. Mm. They are going through challenges because those altars that the Lord set for their life to stand for them as a structure for their defense, they ignore it when they saw another pe- another man. Mm. You left those people. Some of you, you left the church because you saw another church. 
you left your girlfriend because you saw another girlfriend and now you are boasting about the new girlfriend this old girlfriend that prayed for you that fasted for you that sourced it this one was an altar to your destiny but you have missed the point now you you can proudly share on your on your on your on your status my boyfriend oh this is the boyfriend i could you are teasing that person my girlfriend oh my girlfriend you, you are missing it Alter. some people i should repeat <laughs> molly i'm serious ungratefulness is serious ungrateful i have been in ministry calculate if full-time ministry starting from uh, not full-time if serious ministry started from 2012 calculate how many years now 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 23 so how many years now from 2012 to 2023 how many years 11 years so i've been in ministry for 11 years i'm talking about serious ministry for 11 years and this experience has enlightened me to know men and how ungrateful people become and how easily people can forget and the lord built me through it so i begin to accept people just the way they are most of you the reason why authors are fighting you is because you have refused to remember your source the thing that held you the thing that helped you because of something small they did you forget about every good thing and those are authors you don't get offended at your altar you don't you don't are you following god delivered jacob now listen on listen look at where i'm going god delivered jacob when god delivered jacob and his family jacob forget to build an altar unto the lord so god has to go to the book of genesis chapter 35 to remind jacob that said arise and go to bethel why is it that he didn't tell him to build the the, the the altar at where they were but he said arise go to bethel and dwell there and make there an altar unto god that appeared unto thee when thou fell. the lord was now reminding jacob your brother Esau wanted to kill you you ran away and i show myself to you you didn't build altar to me because mm. you don't want to make sacrifice mm. you don't want to remember what i did mm. most of you you are forgetful people that's why demonic altars fight against you yes you are forgetful that's why demonic altars fight you may god help you amen so when the lord remembered him go build an altar to me do you know the wisdom of jacob Jacob now told the people, his children, and said that gather all the strange gods, put away the strange gods that are among you. Are you getting it? Put away the strange gods that are among you and be clean and change your garments. 
and let us arise and go to Bethel, and I will make there an altar unto God who answered me in the day of my distress. Mm. Some people only remember on the day of their distress. God delivered you. He saved you now. You have forgotten about God. So when we go and we are praying about altar versus altar, other people know that any altar in my father's house, die, die. And the altars, the altar that delivered you, you are forgotten. You are now going to kill an altar in your father's house. It can't die like that. So you see, you see that, listen, your eyes are opening. You are being enlightened. Any altars in my mother's house, die, die. And the altars are laughing at you. Because listen, you cannot break an altar and not have an altar. Can I take it again? The moment you destroy an altar, it means that you have set another altar. So, so if you are declaring any altar in my mother's house die what other altar are you building against that altar those altars the lord set for your life to defend you you are fighting them mm. you have issues with them it is only this generation that sons and daughters have issues with their fathers so much than any generation i have known it's serious so one where the days that even if your father get offended at you, you go and say, Daddy, I'm sorry that I allow myself to even be offended. Even if your father is wrong, you go and say, Daddy, I'm sorry. But this generation, they don't even care. You will speak thousand words. And they will be quiet. They will not even respond. <laughs> they don't even care. So if you're a father, you are not careful. What? <laughs> <laughs> we beg. This is not begging matter, okay? <laughs> this is altars we are talking about. Mm. So, if you are fighting altars, be, be sure that you have an altar of defense. Oh, yes. What is an altar that is defending you? The Lord told Gideon that Gideon, before you begin to go for the battle, go to your father's house eh, and destroy the altars in your father's house. Now, the Lord never stopped there. He said, when you are done, build another altar. Because God has understanding that if you destroy an altar and you don't build another altar unto God, they build altar unto other gods. But when you destroy their altar, make sure you set another, another altar unto me so that when they try to erect, the altar that is standing will fight it. So look at Elijah let them set an altar. And he himself also set an altar. Can I shock you? Shock us. Do you know that the same altar they built, that was the same altar Elijah also built. Mm. He repaired the altar. Mm. So Elijah didn't want to see their altar standing for him to build another altar. It is their same altar. He rebuilt that altar. But he built it unto the Lord. And they built their altar unto their God. So when the prophets of Baal called, called upon the name of their God, there was no response. Mm. But when Elijah was able to repair the altar and call upon the name of his God, his God responded. Mm. My God. So you cannot say you are destroying an altar 
where you don't have an altar. That's why we say altar versus altar. Are you following? Yes, sir. This is the key. This is the key. My daughter said, Daddy, you are amazing. Amen. Amen. I'm amazing. I'm amazing. I'm blessed. Oh, okay. yeah. Carol, I'm sitting here. You see, Molly is telling me I'm amazing. Carol, challenging, challenging. You know? Carol, be in competition with Molly. Carol, Carol, compete with Molly. Carol, Carol. I, I was talking about competition, but as for you and Molly, I accept it. Be in competition mode. Compete with her. Okay? Okay? In beauty, in boyfriend, same. Compete. You to say something, eh? Molly says that you are amazing. You to say something. It's altar versus altar. If you don't raise an altar or Joe boy, what a man can be. I am all superb. No, you are superb. Superb. Okay. Okay. That's wonderful. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I am Fanta Bruta. Hey, <laughs> hey Carol. Okay, glory to Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Father. Can I continue? Continue, sir. Never destroy an altar if you don't have an altar. Mm. Are you following? Yes, sir. When we were young, eh, and I engaged myself in a battle that I know I am wrong. Granny, Annie, you are welcome, Granny. Anytime I'm trying to fight mm. somebody, do you know that? Anytime I'm trying to fight somebody, do you know what happened? And I see this person can beat me. <laughs> I will draw a line with your patra. <laughs> and the person will cross. I say, Mommy. if I get to a certain point and I think that the person can beat me, I say, do you know what I'm trying to do? No. You don't know, but I will show you. Sure. And the person, because of arrogance, the person believe in himself so much. The person will be following me to the <laughs> house. Because I said, if if you can beat me, you if 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 you know you can, if you can fight me, follow me to the house. Yes. And the person believe he can beat me, pa. The person will follow me to the house. Now, when I get to the house where I know my senior brother is. My mother is there. My father is there. My yeah, sisters man. are there. Then I say that, now, if you are a man like me, come forward. Hey. Hey. Now, you begin to see that the guy will be like, oh, yeah, next time. Oh, yeah, next time. Oh, yeah, next time. Sir, the guy cannot come. Why? Because the guy has seen, if he attack me, my senior brother is there. There is a backing. Yes. Before you break an altar. Yes. You must understand there must be a backing altar. Oh, yes. Are you following? Yes, sir. So this is a strategy. Do you know how an eagle fight? Mm. An eagle had an understanding that it cannot kill the snake on the ground. Mm. So the eagle knows that its ability is in the sky. Or in the heavens. Yes. Are you getting it? Yes. yes. So you see that the eagle would take the animal, the snake. The eagle would take the snake into the skies. And you will begin to realize that when they get to the sky, 
the eagle will now kill the snake because that is where his power lies listen people of god power doesn't lie on everywhere be careful where you fight there are locations where you fight you will fail choose your fight well my brother prophet um apostle god i think if i will say you must choose your fight well choose your battle well there are places when you lift up a fight you will fail you are you want to engage altars because when you were young altar you had altar versus altar even some men of god are doing program altar versus altar they don't have understanding <laughs> All that they know, altar, any altar in your father's house, die, 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 die. The altar is now altering them. Yes. So the Bible says that for the lack of knowledge, my people perish. Listen, you need understand. That's why teaching part always matters to me when I'm teaching. It matters to me because it will enlighten you to have a deeper understanding about altars mm-hmm. when we talk about what is an altar you will have understanding oh yes are you getting it yes, so never destroy an altar without you having an altar the moment you break an altar make sure you also erect another altar unto the lord mm-hmm. so god now remember jacob go build an altar unto me where I delivered you, where you met me. That is where I want you to build the altar. Do you know where Abraham built the altar? Yes. Okay, where? You said yes, sir. Caro, where? I said no, sir. You said yes, sir. Caro, you didn't say no, sir. You said yes, sir. Caro, where did Abraham build the altar? Genesis chapter 35, verse 27. Okay. That was the Jacob one. Genesis chapter 12, verse 7. Let's go. Genesis chapter 12, verse 7. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. So anytime God appeared to certain men, they built altar. Because you must mark the location of God's mm. appearance. Mm. So when anything is about to fight you, you go to the location where God appeared to you. Please, are you learning? Yes, sir. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel. Mm. So he was around Bethel. And pitched his tent. So listen, when we come to the place... Now, Abraham had understanding. This man had the understanding that Noah built an altar. Now, when it came to Abraham, he built the altar at Bethel. Then Jacob had the understanding. The same God that appeared to Abraham around Bethel. That same God appeared to who? Jacob where Bethel so you could see that where God met his grandfather he also met Jacob uh. are you following yes sir are you following yes, sir. are you people learning yes sir I'm learning 
Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. The Bible said, That saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old path. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. So these are the ancient pathway. So Jacob understood the ancient pathway where his grandfather met God. God appeared to his grandfather Abraham. Jacob also, God appeared to him in the same place. But the encounters were different. God appeared to Abraham, but God showed himself in a dream to Jacob. But all of these things were encounters. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16. Stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old path. Where is the good way? Are you learning? Susanna, I told you yesterday to send me a message and your number. I've still not delivered your money to you. Please today, after service, send me the number I'm supposed to send the money to. You tested me with the number. Send me that number after service, okay? The mobile number in the name, okay? Yes, I owe my fee orders. Me me fee orders, me bubunu, but I owe my fee orders. My fee orders be fighting me. One year is cannabisy. Yo. Are you people learning? Let's go to Genesis chapter 35, verse 7. Please, are you learning about all tests? Are you learning? I, I, I told you I will teach you how to build an altar. And yes. I promise you, I will teach you. And he built there an altar and called the place El Bethel, because there God appeared unto him when he fled from the face of his brother. But Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, died, and she was buried beneath Bethel under an oak, and the name of it was called Alon Batut. And God appeared unto Jacob again when he came out of Padan Aram and blessed him. And God said unto him, Thy name is Jacob. Thy name shall not be called anymore Jacob. Listen, God changed Jacob's life, Jacob's life. But he had not yet changed his name. Jacob had encountered God, and even Jacob contended with that angel. He said, I have changed your name. But the name was not verified. <laughs> but when he was able to fulfill what God told him, to build an altar unto him, when he was done building the altar, then the Bible said that, and God appeared unto Jacob, Genesis chapter 35 verse 9, and God appeared unto Jacob again. It means he had firstly appeared to him. When he came out of Padan Aram and blessed him, and God said, verse 10, unto him, thy name is Jacob. Thy name shall not be called anymore Jacob, but Israel. 
shall be thy name. And he called his name Israel. And God said unto him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee. And kings shall come out of thy loins. Mm. And the land which I gave Abraham, listen, Abraham, the grandfather, and Isaac, to thee I will give it. And to thy seed after thee will I give the land. And God went up from him in the place where he talked with him. And Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he talked with him. Even a pillar of stone. That is also another form of altar. In the place where he talked with him. Even a pillar of stone. And he poured a drink offering thereon. And he poured oil thereon. And Jacob called the name of the place where God spoke with him Bethel. Please, are you learning? Yes, sir. So, you see that anytime he encountered God for the second time, every encounter opened the face of your life. Mm. Every encounter opened a dimension in your life. Now, are you learning? Every encounter open what? A phase or a dimension of your life. He encountered God first. And God delivered him from the hand of his brother Esau. Now he saw his brother Esau. And suddenly Esau began to love his brother. This was the man that was looking to kill his brother. Because there was an altar beckoning. Now, God instructed in the book of Genesis chapter 35 verse 1, Jacob, go back and build that altar. Because I am the God that delivered you from the hands of your brother. When thou flooded out from the hands of your brother or from mm. the face of your brother, mm. I am the Lord that delivered you. He went back and set the altar. When he set the altar, then verse 7, God began to show him certain things. Verse 7, when he built the altar. Verse 9, then God appeared to him. And when God appeared to him, God now blessed the man. And when God blessed the man, and God said that you are now going to take hold over the blessing of your, of your grandfather, Abraham, and, and your father, Isaac. The blessings of the generations that has been entrusted to you now because you have built an altar unto me. Then sudden, look at what happened. The Bible says he pitched a pillar. He set up a pillar in the place. And place where he talked with God. A pillar of stone. And he poured drink offering. And he poured oil. Look at the two things. He sacrificed and anointed that place. This is why when you buy a land, when you are going to live in a new house, please first consecrate the house. Give, raise an offering. Give it to God concerning that building. Number two, anoint the house. Anoint the land. This is a mystery. When you do that, no demonic power can stay in that house to the rest of your life. Many people don't know this. You start a business you don't know the demons. You don't know the entities that have stayed in that land where you build that business. 
this is what you do you pick a seed i'm giving you a key how you can empower whatever you how you can be prosperous pick a seed i'm teaching you about what pick a huge seed a fat seed go to that land stand on the land whilst you are fasting eh whether it's a business stand in the business why you have not opened the business you are set up everything go that day fast Stand in the business, holding that seed. And pray on the seed. Say, Father, this is my covenant sacrifice. I use it to build an altar for this business. I use it to build an altar for this company. Stand on it. In your marriage, do it. And when you do it, wherever the Lord will lead you to send that seed, send it. Then when you are done, pick an oil. You can either speak to the person you give the seed, your man of God, your pastor, whoever the person is. Then the person will bring an oil. But if you have the Holy Spirit and you have grown in the Lord, you can do it yourself. Pick an oil. Please listen carefully. Take an oil. Eh? Add it to the seed. The time that you are praying, during the fasting, add it to the seed. You give the seed to where you will be led to. Then the oil, you pour it on the ground. I anoint this ground forever, O Lord. Your word is settled on this house, in this house, in this land. I build an altar unto you, O Lord, in this business. Let me tell you. Let all the witches in the world gather together to enter your business. They will all die. I'm telling you a mystery. In your house, let them send witches to enter your, your, your marital life. These people will come and they will tell you, I cannot stay. You will not understand. He said, Please, I want to go. Please, I want to go back. You ask them, Why am I treating you bad? He said, No. Haven't you seen it? Some people will come and stay with you. And he said, No, I can't stay. I'm going. You don't understand. You ask them, Why? Is, it anything, is, is there anything that I've done wrong? They will be like, No, you've not done anything. But why? He said, No, I want to go. They cannot stay there. Oh, yes. Am I opening your eyes? But when you start a business, you just enter like that. You don't even pray. You don't even anoint the place. You don't raise anything for the, for the job. Every month, you don't re- raise a seed for, for the work. They're not building an altar. Mm-hmm. I love that. Malakus, kuskas, kusku. There are some battles, Carol. You are not supposed to fight. Let your seed speak for you. That altar, let it speak for you. Where is your altar? Okay. Now, what is an altar? Are you ready? What is an altar? An altar is a place, a platform, or a system where the spirit realm makes contact with the physical realm on legal grounds. 
Can I take it again? Yes, sir. A place, a platform, or a system where the spirit realm. Now, I, I am done with the foundation. So, I am now doing the teachings. So simple. The difficult things I have now taught you. Now we are entering into the easy things so that we can do malakus prosperous. A place, a platform, or a system where the spirit realm makes contact with the physical realm on legal ground. It is very, very important to add on legal ground because it comes with theft, and that is what we call covenant. Luke chapter 1, verse 11. Can somebody help me? Now, do you know that in the month of April, I talk about authors. That message has been published. So you can go to authors. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can go on Podbean and look for authors. Yes, you will you, you, you find it. In the month of April, I talk about authors, part one and part two. Yes. A place, an altar is a place, a platform or a system where the spirit realm makes contact with the physical realm on legal ground. That is an altar. Luke chapter 1 verse 11. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Do you know where the angel is now standing? He's standing at the right side of the altar of incense. Angels even understand locations where they need to stand. <laughs> Number two, an altar is also a platform for authorization of laws or spirit. To function upon the earth. Please be fast for me. An altar is also a platform for authorization of laws or spirit to function upon the earth. The first one, a place, a platform, or a system where the spirit realm makes contact with the physical realm on legal ground. So you could see that God, who is a spirit, are you getting it? makes contact with the physical realm on legal grounds so god who is a spirit will now make a physical contact can i get in it a physical contact with man but it is according to legal grounds that is covenant and number two altar is also a platform for authorization of laws or spirit to function upon the earth. So where laws are author, authorized, you give you give certain authority to, to law, certain laws to function on the earth. So when you, you have an altar, you can now communicate certain things you want to see. So in the morning when we were praying, I said that in 1 Corinthians, this is chapter 14, yes where the bible says that there are many voices but none of it is without what significance yes and i said that we should begin to speak a thing and in the future it will come to pass
So, altar is a platform for authorization of laws or spirit to function upon the earth. So you author, that's why demonic authors they speak to spirit, demon, demonic spirit mm-hmm. to function against you. So they give authority to spirit to function. The same thing, you can also give authority to spirit to function against demonic powers. Mm-hmm. And tonight, yes. I declare by the authority of my priesthood, hey. let the angels of God be released to fight against any altar in your house. Amen. Any spirit that is fighting your destiny, I give authorization to angels to contend with those who contend against you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Fire prayer, you are welcome, Lady Lydia. God bless you for joining. Man of God, Rohim Ministries, God bless you for joining. We acknowledge men and women of God so much. We don't take them for granted. They are altars. Are you following? And the last definition of altar, mm, I think I have another one. Are you ready to write this? An altar is a platform where covenants are activated and maintained. Ah, I love this. Can I take it again? Altar is a platform where covenants are activated and maintained. This is why an old altar in your father's house. Somebody can go to that old altar and begin to activate them. Are you getting it? Did you get the definition? An altar is a platform where covenants are activated and maintained. So, a certain old altar in your father's house, somebody who is very spiritual, demonic entity, can go to your father's house and revisit the shrine and begin to pour libation on it and activate it again to fight against you this is why you must not sleep because somebody one day will be filled with demonic will be filled with the ancestors and these people will begin to go back to the old shrine and begin to activate those altars against your life How many definitions have I given you? One, two, three. Last one. Are you ready to write? All tests 
can be physical monument institutions listen oh, this is very very important altars can be physical monument institutions men and non-material platform when we say non-material platform they are spiritual content can i take it again altars can be physical monument institutions men and non-material platforms one day somebody called me my own secretary our church secretary called me that altar of god then i felt bad as if i have sinned against god i said god forgive me forgive me that this person is calling me altar of god i even told the person please don't call me that again <laughs> then the lord began to open my eye and he said that no don't worry son you are not accepting it because of arrogance or proudness or something something like that and i said okay he said okay do you know the scripture i said that nobody i see we don't go to see a prophet empty-handed you know that scripture don't see a prophet or don't visit a prophet empty-handed you know that scripture then i was like okay explain so the lord began to explain certain things to me he said okay what is the purpose of altar then i said altar is for sacrifice say okay and the word says that don't see your prophet empty-handed so who are prophet and i said okay so somewhere somehow they are like altars but when you go there you must go there with sacrifices yes you have gotten it that is it so your men of god your pastors your evangelists they are altars men are authors mm. that is why an uncle a grandfather or somebody can die in the family and somebody may pour libation on the tomb of that person and it will speak negative things in the family men are authors are you following some people worship men that are alive and it works. Your priests are altars. Mm. Do you know why they are altars? One of the definitions we said altar is a platform for authorization of laws or spirit to function upon the earth. And we said altar is a platform where covenant are activated and maintained. So some people you have partnered with some men of God, they have become altar to you. The partnership you have partnered with them, certain ministries, it has become an altar to you. Anytime there is something that is supposed to happen to you, per the capacity of that altar, it may come to your defense. But you need an understanding that you are not just partnering with some ministry or some man of God. You have to understand that this is an altar where my seed goes every month. Mm. What is the major assignment of an altar? Are you writing? Please write well. Number one, 
major assignment of an altar is to give authorization. The underlying word is authorization. To give authorization. I hope I'm not moving fast. I know many people are writing. I hope I'm not moving fast. Altar is to give authorization and to give continuity to any spiritual activity. So two words, authorization. And number two, continuity. So the major assignment of an author is to give authorization and to give continuity to any spiritual activity on earth, whether godly or demonic. This is why the negative patterns keep on flourishing. The things that happened to your mother, it has now entered to your life. The things that happened to your father, it has now entered to your life. The things that happened to your great parent, it entered to your parent because the major assignment of an altar is to give authorization and also to give continuity to any spiritual activity on earth, whether godly or demonic. So imagine if you build an altar of prayer today. Your generation will experience the continuity of goodness in the house. Mame Dickness Obo in the Church of Pentecost gave something and that thing became an altar. The woman gave something that was a gold. This is a family good. That woman gave it to the church of Pentecost. Pentecost. He, the, the woman gave that thing. It's a family good that could have made them rich. She gave it to the church of Pentecost. So the church is very rich. And they are doing well. Now, if you trace the generation of that woman, all her children, and even her grandchildren, they are prosperous. None of them is going through any challenge. I read the story and I was shocked. Most of them have become apostles in the Church of Pentecost. Most of them are great people in the Church of Pentecost. They are doing well. Why? Because somebody built an altar. This person laid the gold of the family even to give to one church. Whether the church, the person that was leading was going to even consume the money, was going to spend the money, the woman didn't care. All that the woman cared was that I am giving it to sponsor the work of God. What do you give to God that can stand for generations? Sometimes we talk, we can talk faith, but we cannot prove faith. Listen, let me just say this. You know, we came for Tari. I'm not supposed to say this, but I'm saying to advise you people. Do you know that on Tari, all the seeds that people brought, all the money that people brought, after Tari, the Lord told me I should give the money back. All the money back. <laughs> so they want the seed the man of God took. 
day two, the seed the man of God took, day three, the seed that people brought, all of them together has been given back to people. You don't, you, you, sometimes some people speak anything. And now I think, I, I can think that some people are sitting there and thinking that, hey, oh man, let's go. Hey, she I don't have to even explain myself. If I'm not teaching about this, I was not going to explain it. The Lord told me, give, no, don't, don't say God bless me or you. No, no, no. I don't want to even see those words. I'm just teaching you something. Listen, the Lord told me, give it back. Somebody is sitting in his room and doing calculation. Okay, so they won. About 10 people came for 500 CDs. 10 people, 10 people, 500 times 10. 510 is what? 50. Hey, wow, that is a huge sum of money. Okay, day two. About five people came for 500. And about 20 people came for like 20 people. My daughter said, John, eh? about 15 people came for 100 CDs. <laughs> You see, this thing I'm saying is the truth too. People have been doing calculation. They are doing it. Even men of God, they are saying, hey, Charlie, this one, they will get money. If you want to use ministry money for yourself, then you will not be rich. I'm telling you, I know what I'm saying. I know how God blesses me. What people give like offering you want to consume it all on your you know there you are you are not going anywhere yes if you want to do ministry to eight fullness and everything god brings spread it back and you will never lack are you following yes so this woman gave gold though this is a family gold the woman gave it to the church of pentecost they should use it i am a pentecost i started from the church of pentecost my mother is a declared i know the history of pentecost this woman gave her all and now when you check the family you have pastors you have apostles you have doctors you have great people coming out from the family none of them is struggling altar the woman has built an altar for generations what are you building to the lord how come that you did a program you even spent a lot for this program and when people give an offering where you could have taken your part so that at least the money you spend you could at least secure some for yourself so that you'll be okay you gave it all back to people. And some of them, when you give, when you give them the money, they'll be like, hey, so all this money that came there is what you are giving me. As if the program was their program. They even have that. You see, they even question, hey, so all this money, this is the amount you are giving me. This is the amount you are giving me. They don't know what you are. You, we have spread. On. Mommy Harriet was looking at me and said, Pastor George. So what? I said, no, mommy. The Lord said we should give it out. Let's give it out. 
He said, no, we are supposed to save some so that when we are doing tarry, we will use it for tarry. I said, mommy, if the Lord said we should give the money back, let's give it back. He knows why. Let's give it all back. Amen, Molly. Why am I teaching you this? I am opening your eyes. That when we are talking about altars, please have sacrifice in your mind. When we talk about sacrifice, sacrifice is not one Ghana. It's not two Ghana. It's something that emptied yourself. Something that will empty you. Something that will make you cry. That Nanata Sewa will look in her account and her account is empty. She has taken everything in her account to give to somebody. That sacrifice. All that you have, you are giving it out. Are you following? And that is why it's not everybody that can go far. No matter how you want people to go far, it is not everybody that can go far because it is not everybody that can sacrifice. So life, you, you can say that God is not god is not whatever you people say god is not fair this is not fair no life itself is not fair even mr affair is not fair even the white people they are not fair this is a bar the white people are not fair even beautiful things are not fair this is a serious bar, but you don't understand. Even beautiful things are not fair. So in beautiful things, you can't hear. fair. Are you getting it? So when we are talking about altars, people of God have sacrifice in mind. If you don't have sacrifice in mind, forget forget it i'm telling you forget it do you know what paul said i have poured myself like a drink offering do you know what jacob did oh let's read genesis chapter 35 verse 14 and jacob set up a pillar in the place where he talked with him even a pillar of stone and he poured a drink offering thereon and he poured oil thereon two things offering and oil he poured himself and paul said i have been poured out like a drink offering until you are poured out you cannot be filled hmm. are you learning god bless you so the mental assignment of an altar is to give authorization and to give continuity to any spiritual activity on earth, whether godly or demonic. Number two. You, let me talk about this one. Because that is the major assignment. The major assignment is to give authorization and continuity. Do you know that any time God gave the patriarch, you know the patriarch, 
Okay, somebody should mention one name of a patriarch and let me see. The patriarch in the Bible. Mention one and let me see. Abraham, God bless you. Moses, God bless you. Oh, Lucy Clement, I've missed you. God bless you, Ida K. God bless you, Fia Kratos. God bless you, Chelsea. God bless you. you are all doing well. Anytime God gave the patriarch a prophetic word, please learn, listen and listen well. Give them a prophetic word or direction. The first thing they do is to build an altar so that even when they are not there, their children may have the platform for continuity. Are you learning? So anytime God will reveal himself or give a prophetic word, the first thing these people will do is to build an altar. What is the purpose of the altar? To offer sacrifice. To also set the place as a memorial where they met God. Or to map that area as a memorial. And number three, to call upon the name of the Lord when they enter into this place. Where God met them, where God promised them, they set that altar. Somebody bought, when we were doing tarry, one daughter of mine came to me and said, Daddy, I want to buy one air conditioning for the church. Do you know the cost of one air conditioning? The standing one, 17,000 Ghana cities. And the daughter of my first also sent a seed that, Daddy, I want to buy air conditioning for, for the church. So through that, we are going to seal the whole church. So we buy four air conditioning at every corner, the four corners of the, of the church. Now, these people that are buying this air conditioning, if something is supposed to happen, they can say, Father, remember that altar I built in the church to make the members comfortable. Lord, remember it and defend my house. And God, remember you. You are fighting altars and you are not building any altar. What altar are you calling on to? Let the God of George McEagle, eh, what have you done for George McEagle that you are calling his God? Can I take the truth today? How connected are you with George Mark? That you are listen, things do not just happen. No. That's why some people mention the name Jesus and nothing happened. They have no connection with Jesus. The Bible says, at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee will bow. But people mention the name Jesus and the knees they resurrect. <laughs> Tonight, I think I'm teaching. So, so the patriarch, anytime they receive a prophetic word, Kai, they build an altar. So that even when they are not there, their children will continue. Their children can now take hold over it. They can locate where their fathers encountered God. They can go to the altars of their father and cry out to the Lord of their father. You can know the presence of an altar in any life and any family and any region by the consistency of patterns or occurrences, whether good or bad. Are you learning? You can know the presence of an altar in any life, any family, and any region 
by the consistency of patterns or occurrences, whether good or bad. So anytime you see that something is reoccurring, reoccurring, it is consistent. Know that there is a, there is an altar. So I am opening your eyes to see things that are backed by altars. You see that some family, every month somebody is dying. Every year somebody will die. You know that that thing is not normal. There is an altar. So that altar every year it requires the blood of a family member. So this is how you know that there is an altar on something. You know that, that something is always repeating, always repeating, always repeating. You know there is an altar. Have I helped you? Are you helped? If you are helped, say yes, sir. Okay. So now, look at your family. Now that your mother is alive, now that your father is alive, now that your uncle is alive, now that your, your grandparents are Ask them questions as a prophetic person, as a prophetic people. Ask questions. Ask them. Authentic, when, when are you getting married? Authentic. When are you getting married? Authentic. Twenty third December. I'm not. I'm not just trying to stir up anything. But this is a guy that came here and through prophetic word, the Lord even mentioned the name of the lady she's going to, he's going to get married to. The Lord even located two people where one was like a nurse and the other one was like a teacher. Then we were able to locate them and he said that this one is the one that he's going to marry. We broke, we broke certain things and now the Lord has glorified them 23rd december they are getting married you need to fight authors there are many evidences on this platform the moment you deal with authors suddenly your life begin to stand out why because there is an altar that is backing you that is from god are you following so when you know that something is repeating, always that thing is happening. Some of you, every year, you get a certain man, certain sickness begin to rise. There is an altar back in it. You must rise up and build an altar against it. Are you following? Yes. Now there are Positive altars and negative altars. Negative altars are backed by demonic powers. Positive altars are backed by the Spirit of God. Now, positive powers, there are certain things that keeps on happening without doing something right or wrong. The thing keeps happening. That means there are altars behind it. You could see a family. You could see a family. You could see this family, no matter what, whether they are living wrong or they are living right, these people, they are rich. They don't get sick. They live long. You don't understand. You, get, you see some family. These people, they don't even serve God the way you serve God. And still, they are prosperous. Still, everything is good for them. And you could see there is an altar back in it. There are certain houses, they live long, not because they are doing something. 
there are altars back in it. Example, the blessings of the Jewish nation. There is an advantage for the Jewish nation that when you stand with them, there seems to be an advantage. There are altars back in them. God bless the Jewish people. Listen, anywhere in the world you go, when you see a Jewish person, they are blessed. You will start the same business with a Jewish person. It will not take more than a year. This Jewish person will begin to become rich and even popular and you will still remain there. And sometimes you, you will not understand. It is like there is an advantage for every Jewish person on earth. When you go to the United States of America, those people owing the biggest company are Jews. I'm telling you, those people who are rich in, in, in the United States, they are Jews. There is a system of advantage and you cannot explain it. These are positive authors. There is an altar back in them because God has blessed them and they stand out anywhere they go. When you meet a Jewish person, even when you look at his face, when you look at them, they are favored. As Sadly, there is this beauty that you cannot explain. The Lord has blessed them. Are you following? Yes. Now, please, this thing that I'm going to say, nobody is supposed to be offended. The negative authors. Nobody is supposed to be offended for teaching purpose. Negative authors. There seems to be that in every nation, the people that lives in the north, there is a system of a disadvantage against them. <laughs> Am I opening people's eye? That's an example of the negative authors. You go to places and when you hear north, it is like chaos is in the north. These men are troublesome. These men don't fear death. They can kill people just like that in the north. There is a system of disadvantage that makes these people poor. So most people or most places, when you go, the people in the north, they are struggling. I know this is not the authors that people have been teaching you. But today, I thank God is taking you to a different dimension to understand authors in a different way. I follow it. Now, God willing, tomorrow morning, 6.30 a.m., I will teach you about how to build an altar. I will use Elijah as a scenario. Don't miss it so that you will know how to set your own altar in your house. 6.30 a.m., God willing how you will repair an altar and rebuild an altar. Yes, you will be blessed. And I promise you that. Please, the things I'm teaching you, everything I have said, learn, practice them, it will help you. 
I don't like to teach that you, you only hear and not practice. Please continue to replay this message. Continue to remind yourself and start rehearsing them from tonight. Yes. So those are what negative authors. Are you following? So now you understand what authors are. Yes. You know negative and positive authors. You know the idea of an author. You know the major assignment of an author. Okay. And the foundation of author I have taught you before. So you now have an understanding. Okay. God willing, tomorrow I will start teaching you about the steps in rebuilding an altar. You will be blessed. Hey. Today I believe you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of God. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Can I give you one? Can I give you one mystery before we begin to pray? But I hope you are blessed today. I love the way you are learning. Do you know that the first time altar was mentioned was the time that Noah escaped that punishment? that Noah began to enter into a new land, Genesis chapter 8, where 
Noah began to set an altar unto the Lord. Okay. But do you know that every sacrifice that was made to the Lord was made on an altar? Do you know that one too? Every sacrifice that was made was made on an altar. God bless you, Caleb. Genesis chapter 8, verse 20, 21. When Noah built the altar, he made sacrifice. Now look at 21. And the Lord smelled a sweet savour. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite anymore everything living as I have done. So, what made God repent was sacrifice. Oh, he didn't get it. So, anytime God wants to do anything that looks like a punishment, when you build an altar and offer sacrifice, God can change his mind concerning it. <laughs> so, although your fathers, your parents, they have messed up. They have done a lot of things against God. But suddenly when your time comes and you have the understanding to build an altar unto the Lord and destroy the altars of your father, God will smell a sweet savour and God will change his mind concerning you. Are you following now i have a deep revelation by the special grace of god concerning altar do you know that altar did not start from the days of moses i sorry noah how do i know the bible was not clear and plain about it But let me open your eyes so that you know that even from the foundation, altars were set. Do you know that the Bible says that Jesus God bless you, Caleb. What catch you revelation? No, 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 no. I was teaching my sons today, so we are fast. It means that you are following. Yes, <laughs> that is where I'm going. You are right. So don't say sorry. <laughs> you, you are very, very fast. I love that. 
Moi, je suis à un problème. Et moi, on y a même bien prof. Je veux vraiment nous suivre. Tu vois, c'est quoi, mais c'est à haute question. The Bible says that Jesus Christ was slain from the foundation of the world. I hope you all know that. Oh, don't you know that you've heard that that Jesus was slain from the foundation of the world. Now, if we slay something from the foundation of the world, remember every sacrifice they give to God or every sacrifice they sacrifice to God must be placed on an altar are you getting it so if spiritually jesus was lived from the foundation of the world from the foundation of the world altar was built to receive the body of christ so jesus was sacrificed on an altar unto the lord even from the foundation of the world mm. in the new testament we saw Jesus was crucified on the cross. Now I told you that the altar had four locations where they placed the horns. Jesus was crucified on the tree. The tree had four locations. And that was an altar. Are you following? When Jesus was lying on the tree, he was lying on the altar. His body on the tree was an altar. The body on the altar, that was a sacrifice unto the Lord. Now, when you come to Genesis, what my son just posted on the platform. I even said it during the week of horns. Wow. Genesis chapter 4, verse 4 to 5. Remember that Abel and Cain offered sacrifice. Now, the sacrifice or the offering, you cannot sacrifice anything without putting it in on an altar in the past. I ask myself, where did these men learn this thing from? They learned it from their father. The father is Adam and Eve, their parents. So it means that Adam and Eve, they too, they have been offering sacrifice. So their children also learned from them and understood that we must also make sacrifice unto the Lord. But any sacrifice you take, you must first set an altar and lay the sacrifice on them, unto the Lord. Why am I trying to communicate this to you? From the foundation of the world, altars have been there. 
Hallelujah. From the foundations of the world, altars have been there. To understand the concept of altar, understand the genealogy of altar, because I have taught you today. I decree in the name of Jesus, by the hand of God, let the positive altars, let positive altars take effect in your life in the name of Jesus. I told you that the positive altars, when they are at work, you don't have to struggle. They power certain things in your life. I prophesy. Let positive altars power financial blessings in your life. <coughs> in the name of Jesus. Let positive altars power divine health in your life. Power longevity in your life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you blessed today? Now remember that all that we are doing, if you don't know Jesus, you are just wasting your time. If you don't know Jesus, say this verse after me. Say, Father Lord, I'm a sinner and I come to you today. Wash me and cleanse me from every form of unrighteousness. Take me as your own and teach me the ways of the way. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus, you are Lord and you are my Savior. I believe you are the Son of the living and I believe you died for my sins, you resurrected for my redemption, you ascended into the heavens and you are coming back again. So help me, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. I declare today that I am born again. And I have eternal life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <coughs> Amen. God bless you all. Remember, I'm going to teach you about how to build an altar at 6:30 a.m. Remember that the first minutes we come nowadays, we pray. Pa. So don't miss it. Be joining, be joining with your family. About altars, you are blessed. The first one has been published, the second one has been published, and there's the third one to be published. The Lord bless you, keep you, protect you, preserve you in Jesus' mighty name. My name is the prolific George Market. Today I was joined together with my beautiful daughter, Caroline. Until we meet God willing tomorrow morning, bye-bye. But before then, let me give Anna to whom Anna is dear. Granny Annie, the Lord bless you. Papa Adam, Fupa, I love you. The Lord bless you. Man of God, Baramai, the Lord bless you. All the men, ministers of God, everybody on this platform, the Lord bless you and favor you. Please. The things I have taught you, go back and learn. Rehearse and practice them. Start practicing them so it will work for you. Amen. Rohim Ministries, the Lord bless you. Bye-bye.
Nani nyuma 